Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the First Things First podcast on the First Things First podcast. Every week, we invite fascinating, interesting, amazing people to sit down and just talk about life and living in shallow water and faith and all those other great things. My favorite part of the first thing about the First Things First podcast is that these amazing, fascinating, interesting people we talk to every week, they actually could be your neighbors. They might live next door to you. Uh, you might sit next to them when you come to church and you don't even real, realize how amazing and interesting and awesome they are. So uh, today is no exception. I have, an, I have an amazing, fascinating, interesting person here with me, my good friend, Troy White. So Troy, uh, you might see him every now and then playing bass on Sunday morning uh, in, on our worship team. You might see him uh, with the kitchen team making breakfast for us when we have, when we have breakfast and, and when we have other events. Events uh, uh, on, on campus and, and at the church, and uh, uh, he's been coming to our church for a long time, and uh, and he's a he's a really uh, vital and important part of what we do at First Shallow Water. And so, but even more than all that, he's a good dude, and he's my friend. And so, uh, so uh, I am really excited to have Troy on the podcast today. Troy, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? What do our what do our tens and tens of listeners? Need to know, need to know about you, Troy. Well, um, my family and I moved to uh, Shallwater in uh, 2005. I think the summer between 2000, uh, summer of uh, summer of 2004, I believe, actually. Okay, yeah. And um, and uh, we've we've got four boys that we've raised, three that we've um, got out of the house, and we've got yeah. one. Graham is still. Uh, and uh, he'll be in the eighth grade yeah. this year, and yeah. uh, so we've we've been here a minute, and uh, we we love shallow water. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a great decision uh, to come and move here. And uh, uh, my wife is is Jill, if you don't know her, and um, our our boys are Taylor, Ben, Caleb, and I men- and I mentioned Graham. So, yeah, so we've got four boys. Uh, Two of them, Taylor and Ben, uh, work for me, and Caleb is an engineer at another at, at an engineering firm here in Lubbock. Yeah, um, I'm a civil engineer uh, by education and uh, previous practice, and uh, I have an engineering firm now that we do uh, more uh, forensic engineering work on building enclosures. Yeah, and uh, Jill's a pharmaceutical sales rep, and uh, so um, that's kind of it. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Yeah. 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 Four boys, man. Yeah. yeah. So have we talked about this? Because I'm the oldest of five boys. Did you know that? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So I've, I I know all about what you're, what you're, what you're doing and God bless you guys. Can yeah, I just say? Thank you. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's interesting, but uh, we've, uh, we've been very fortunate that all, all of our, all of our guys are, are pretty well mannered, pretty well behaved. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're just like their dad. Too far out of the between the lines yeah you know? yeah just like their dad they yeah, grew, I, I think they get that from mom <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, so uh troy uh troy troy uh, also for those of you listening to the podcast he's really talented musician talented songwriter we we've done some uh we got to listen to some of his songs we did so we did a song swap thing up here not too long yeah, ago that, that was, was fun yeah was uh, we'll do it again sometime for sure but uh 
but uh, but anyway, it's been just a joy kind of getting to know you and getting to know some getting to know your family and uh, yeah, and you're right, Graham. That's a that's a good dude right there. He's he's, he's good. All right. Yeah, he's all right. yeah. We're gonna keep him. Yeah, I, he's. I, I want to say though, as a person who is follically challenged, you know, <laughs> I I have a lot of hair envy when I'm hanging out with your son because he's hair. He's got some. He's got plenty of it. He's got some hair. For he's sure. he's got plenty for both of us. And he's flaunting it. Right That's now. right. Yeah, he doesn't want to share it. And uh, I'm, so anyway, I'm not bitter. I just want to throw that out there. So, yeah. um, okay. So Troy, uh, one of the things we really like to talk about on the podcast, uh, I think it's really cool to get to hear people's faith story. You know, mm-hmm. um, how did you how did you come to faith in in Christ? What did that look like for you? Uh, what was that journey like? Who were some people that were involved in all of that? But w- w- describe describe that for you. What did it look like coming to faith in Christ? Yeah. Um, so I grew up. I grew up in East Texas in Palestine, and, and grew up in the Baptist Church. Yeah. And um, my my family was the uh, if the doors were open, we were there. Yeah. Family. Yeah. And uh, my dad was a deacon. And, yeah. And. Uh, so I grew up, I mean, I was in RAs and, and you know, Sunday school yep. and youth camp and, you know, children's camp, children's choir, youth choir. Yep. You name it, I did it. I was uh-huh. in all of it. And uh, I accepted Christ um, when, I can't remember, uh, I think it was second, third grade. Yeah. Probably with, in, in that time frame. Uh-huh. And uh, I've always had a relationship with Christ. Sure. I, I, I mean, that was that was very real uh-huh. uh, and um, but but then in all the way through high school you know had a relationship with Christ and I've always had a relationship with Christ and but but um, probably probably around the ninth grade I started to spin out a little bit and, yeah and, and drift away and that that continued uh, for a lot of years yeah uh, and uh, I went, you know, I went pretty wild in high school. Was still involved in church and everything. Sure. And uh, but kind of living that double life that we sometimes exactly, do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, and then uh, I had a, my oldest son, uh, who is uh, uh, came from a previous relationship. Yeah. Um, then uh, mine and Jill's was he was born my senior year. I was taking a uh, in high school. I yeah. was taking a final. Uh, and the counselor came and said, "Hey, you need to get to the hospital. You're wow. having a son." So, and I was and I was already kind of had already kind of gone wild, and that that didn't help. I right. know, love him. Taylor's still part of our uh, is always been a part of our family. And yeah, still is. Yeah. But uh, um, that that was difficult. Yeah. Uh, to be a dad, you were, I mean, you're just a just senior you're, in high school, you're a kid. kid yourself. Yeah, I was a kid and yeah. didn't know who I was and where I was going, and right. and, and then I'm dealing with that. And so I, I wasn't a great father uh, to him. And and then I, you know I went to college and uh, and then uh, five years later, you know, uh, had met Jill during the time at college. Mm-hmm. And we got married and started our family and, and everything. And, yeah. Um, and and we were still. I mean, I I wasn't just. You know, I wasn't prison bound, but right. I was not. I was not. I was not living for right for Christ. For Christ, I was not. I was not uh, leading my family in that direction. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then Jill and I uh, had some problems. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we separated, and 
we actually went through a course here at uh, at First Baptist. No and, way. And I remember, uh, uh, I may get a little choked up here. But, uh, Joe Kirk and Angie were in there and, and some others. Doug and Mary Catherine Fairbanks were mm-hmm. in there. And uh, it's just some great families that... Uh, and um, it, anyway, it was a you know it was a a, a marriage type course, right. and and we were we were by far in worse shape than anybody in the course. But it, I think it was good for us. It was good for me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we. Uh, long story short, that I've already made terribly long. Um, we got down to uh, the day before we were supposed to sign papers yeah yeah and uh jill called me and said hey let's go have dinner mm-hmm. and we did and uh uh she said hey let's let's call it off and work on it and uh that was a turning point for me yeah uh because dis- despite me having not been leaning on God. I had during that time I was really calling out to him and yeah, looking for help. Yeah. And uh it it didn't happen overnight, but we worked on it and and uh we rescued our marriage and I owe that to God. Thank God for that. Yeah, man. And uh so that's when I started trying to turn my life around. Yeah. And live for Christ. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, first of, first of all, I don't think anybody who's, you know, who's been married a significant amount of time, everybody's got a story like that. You know, that's right. kind of uh, one. The beautiful thing about being married is that is that it takes a lot of work, and it does. and there are highs and lows, and there, you know what I mean. There are good times and there are hard times. You know, uh, but I remember, you know, a similar situation, you know, with Amy and I, where I didn't, you know, we we were at the end of our rope, mm-hmm. you know, and and. Uh, and I didn't really know if there was a way forward, you know, and, and it really wasn't because it really wasn't because of Amy. It was because of me. It's because I was just jacked up and I knew. Oh yeah. That, yeah. You know? Me too. It was, uh, it was me. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And so, and I, I remember that the moment. So like, so, and I've told, I'm, I don't know if I've told this story before, but, but I remember, you know, Amy, we were supposed to go on a family vacation with her parents and her, her family. And, uh, and, and, and we just, I just told her, I, th- I think you need to go. I'm, I'm not going to go, mm-hmm. you know. I think you need to go, and we need to spend this, it was like two weeks or whatever. You, we need to spend this time trying to figure out if, you know, if if this is something that we can even do. Right. You know. And uh, and so she did. She went and hung out with her parents, and, and I stayed behind. And, mm-hmm. uh, and well, that was like the worst, the darkest you know, time, I think of my whole life, yeah, you know, absolutely. I, and, I would agree. And I've been through some, you know, dark times, but that was by far the darkest, you know, but Amy, Amy's family, first of all, is amazing. <laughs> so they really are amazing. But, 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 but she came back from spending time with her family and, uh, and basically, her, you know, her thing was, listen, you know, you, I believe that Satan is really trying to destroy you right now. And here's the thing. I'm not going to let him, you know? And, and I experienced from my wife, mm-hmm. the, the grace and the mercy and the love of Christ, yeah. you know, because I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve for her. Uh, I didn't deserve for her to act that way toward me, 
you right, know right and but she was but she but she was doing that and um and you know like with you like what what i what happened next and it like it wasn't overnight you know mm-hmm. but but I, I tell people all the time if i had been standing next to jesus whenever he called lazarus out of the grave I wouldn't have been any more surprised then as I was whenever <laughs> with what God did in our marriage. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, because it was absolutely a miracle on that order. You know yes. what I mean? So, uh, and so I'm grateful every day, you know, and, 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 you know, and unlike you, like, so like I, this whole time I was in the ministry, right? Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was on staff at a church and in the ministry yeah. and trying to serve the Lord, but doing it for all the wrong reasons and just completely, you know, uh, and, but that was a turning point for me too, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where I was just like, man, this I've, I got to make some changes. I've got to be, right. you know. Uh, and and for me, it was about trying to understand all these broken parts of myself that I had never wanted to think about before. You know, right. Right. I just spent a lot of time pretending like they didn't exist, which mm-hmm. wasn't helpful for me or anybody else. But but really being serious about you know trying to heal and trying to you know figure out why you know, I, I do the stupid things I do. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. And, um, and anyway, and the Lord was really gracious and good. Yeah. So man, that's a, that's a great story. There, there, there is, there is a whole lot of truth to like what, you know, how the Lord uh, uses our wives to redeem right. us and to, you know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, yeah that's, absolutely. that's a good word. That's a good word. So, um, so it was at that point then whenever, Whenever you, you know the Lord was re- working on you guys, and you guys were working on your marriage, and you you understood that in order for our marriage to be what it's supposed to be, like my relationship with God has got to be different. Right. Is that right? Right. Correct. Yeah. So what what changes did you what changes did that cause you to make in your life? How did you like, you know what I mean? How did you turn the corner to 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 focusing more on your relationship with Christ? And you know what I mean? What what changed in you? Well, I. I, I went from running away from him, obviously, to running yeah. towards toward him, him. Yeah. And, and spending more time in prayer. And, and and just like it took a while for us to repair our relationship, it it took me a while to yeah change my life. I mean, I'd been running hard the other direction for a long time. You yeah, know, and it it took me a while, and 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 it, and it was almost like I mean. Like I said, I'd accepted Christ when I was young, and I'd gone through all the steps, and I knew what. Right. The Christian growth looked like, uh-huh. um, and and that, and had actually gone through some growth, but I feel like I had digressed significantly, and so it yeah. was almost like a, I almost felt like a new Christian. I almost right, I, I almost felt like there were these things were all new. You know? Yeah, right, um, right. And and so you know it it's it's taken me, so, and I'm by no means don't I don't consider myself a, a super mature Christian, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's taken some time to mature along the way, and yeah. and, and and make and I and I'm not always good about it, but to spend time in prayer and spend time in the Word and mm-hmm. and, and 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 serve, you know, it's right. it's taken some time to get um to get those things going, but uh, you know, those are the kind of things that I knew that I needed to do and I needed to focus on, and, and yeah, uh, so it's you know, I can really t- I can really tell. Um, when when I'm actually putting forth the effort to do, spend time with God and pray mm-hmm. and, and work, because I mean, my, I can see the the fluctuations and how my yeah. life is going, you yeah. know, um, and where I'm putting my trust, whether it's in Him or 
myself, you mm-hmm. know. So. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that you mentioned that I thought, you know, like all of this really started to kind of, um, I don't know, uh, come together for you guys when you were you were in a marriage class right? with a bunch of other couples, you know, and you mentioned some folks, you know, by name too, that were in that class, yeah, you know, yeah. that, so, and it just made me think, you know, another way, and for, for Amy and I too, like there, you know, there were, there were godly Christian people in our lives yeah. that uh, we were surrounded by them. Like I remember for us, uh, man, it's very similar, like, it's a long, long story, but we uh, uh, we ended up at this. I was on staff at a church, and I I went on sabbatical from that church, and then, and then eventually re- resigned, and and so we started visiting this church that was kind of right around the way, and and I met the pastor, uh, you know, just he was just unbelievably gracious, you know, and uh, and and I had sent him an email, and he was like, hey, let's go to lunch, and we went to lunch for like two hours. I mean, it's a church of like 4,000 people every weekend, you know, he spent two hours at lunch with me, you know, yeah. and I visited the church like three times, you know, it was like that, but he just, he personally uh, put Amy and I in a in a small, a life group that mm-hmm. met in someone's home, and it was a bunch of other couples who had been, who had been through some really difficult times, yeah. and a lot of them were ministers who, oh, wow. and had, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they were in a situation that was kind of similar to us, yeah. and that group of people just loved on us mm-hmm. and sowed into us, and, and, and I, I think really gave us the strength, you know, um, to, uh, you know, to, to, to turn our lives toward him and toward each other, yeah. you know? yeah. I, I think that those those relationships with with godly Christian people matter right. a whole lot when you're in crisis like that, you know. Right. Yeah. That kind of when when we were in that class too, uh, uh, you know, to add, to add to that, seeing those people, and that's what you said. I mean, people with ministers and everybody has those problems, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and you, you see these people and you the people that you really have a lot of respect for, and think right? That we, you know, I want to be like them. I want to be. Well, they've had the same problems. They've gone yeah. through the same kinds of things and it and and being in those scenarios where you're able to break things down and they right. can share their experiences and, and and you're able to see hey you know they they were up against the wall too you know yeah right where we were and look at them now i mean it's, yeah it's it's, it's doable mm-hmm. don't yeah. give up right exactly yeah exactly and it, it i you know i don't know it, it's it's powerful it really is powerful to to you know, to have the, the folks who have been through the fire, right. you know, before you, you know, talk to you about what, what it looks like to be, to find yourself on the other side right. of that one day. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. And, and take those, the other takeaway from that on the other side is when you go through those experiences, be willing and ready to use that experience to help somebody. Exactly. Along yeah. the way. You know, I, I don't envision myself as being a marriage counselor. <laughs> and my, my wife, when she hears that, would, is going to be in the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I hope that our experience can help sure. someone else get get through. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guarantee you, we yeah. That, it's been my that's been my experience. We, God has, you know, brought folks to Amy and I who you know who were in crisis and who needed you know help and and we don't have a whole lot of wisdom to share like you. Like I don't, I sure don't feel like I'm an expert or, you know at all. <laughs> but um, but just but just just being able to say to somebody, hey, th- this is this does not have to be the end here, you know, right. you know, that like the Lord, the Lord is good and his power. He's able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. Like right. he's able, you know? So, uh, that's, that's an encouraging word for sure. For sure. Yeah. 
So, man, yeah. So you, let me go. I want to go back and, and just kind of, you know, you talked about how it really was kind of when you were in high school when things kind of mm-hmm. started to, to, you know, go off the tracks for you, go off the rails for you. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you remember like, do you remember what was it at that stage in your life that, that caused you to kind of, to kind of drift away or to kind of uh, involve yourself in, in things that you knew, right, were destructive? Like, cause you've been raised in the church, right? Right, you, right. So what, what kind of, what was it that kind of, you know, moved you toward these things, these, these choices that you knew weren't, weren't good for you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good question, and 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 I I think you know interestingly interestingly enough, uh, um, there's a lesson in here about the, the kind of music you listen to. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think in you know I, the, my first Waylon Jennings tape, you know, I heard Lonesome yeah. Henry and Mean, and I just man, I latched onto those guys, and I thought, man, this is cool. I want to yeah. I want to be a wild man, and uh-huh. I, that's, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. There were no other influences, but I, sure. that music, uh, I, I latched onto it a little bit too tight. And, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, uh, it's, I've got some good takeaways from those experiences, but yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> I got some bad ones too. Yeah, I think so. Sometimes, like we'll we hear, you know, we'll we hear songs like that or whatever, and we think, and I, me and you, because we love music, like. Right. You know, we so that right. music has a big influence on my life too. You yeah. know, uh, but you hear songs like that, and you think, "Boy, that's a cool song," and that's mm-hmm. it's edgy and all these things. Uh, but sometimes, man, we forget what miserable people those folks, right. you know, right. <laughs> who, exactly. who were writing these autobiographical songs about how, you know, about these crazy things they did. We forgot yeah. how miserable they they were. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and and so sometimes I think when you're a kid, you think of. You think of that kind of edgy, kind of wild, you know, mm-hmm. lifestyle as like um, fun or fulfilling in some way. Sure. And and what you realize is that it, it's the it, whatever the opposite of fun and fulfilling is. That's what it actually is. Like it sure. just kind of sows hurt everywhere you go, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and death, you know, just all in yourself and in the people around you, and it just kind of it just kind of causes these ripples of hurt to go out from you, you know? Sure. And sure. that's what I experience anyways that, you know, uh, when I, whenever I, whenever I'm kind of off the rails and trying to do my own thing or trying mm-hmm. to rebel against what mm-hmm. I know God wants for me, mm-hmm. well, all I, all I do is really hurt people, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I think, uh, uh, but it's a good, to, it's good to hear that, uh, you know, we, when we're, when we're young, we, Sometimes we think impressionable, yeah. Right, you know, and and uh, it's it's scary. It's it's, it's yeah. very scary. You know? Yeah, I think another thing. It's the same thing that we talked about earlier too. When we we're talking about the people that were in that marriage group with you guys, mm-hmm. but the people that you're surra- that you're surrounded by make a big difference too. It, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there have been some people that you know that that I had invited into my you know inner circle of my life. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I'm that I bound myself to that were that I wish I, I wish I hadn't. Yeah. It led me yeah. to some dark places for sure. Yeah. And that's probably, you know, I started listening to the music and hanging with the crowds right, and everything. Right, right. And I had some very dear friends that I still sure. considered um, dear friends, but uh, we were all hand in hand running the wrong direction. You know? <laughs> as fast as you could as go. As fast and hard as we could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's the one thing too is that sometimes people hear these stories like you know, like we're telling, and they 
and 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 you'll see a person who tell these stories, you know. But but then at the time you're talking to them, they got their life together, you know. Right. And so some people just think, well, that's just a natural part of growing up, right? That you're going to go through this time where you do really dumb things and and you you know and you're wild and crazy. But then one day you settle down and you you know what I mean. Right. And uh, but 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 boy, that narrative really kind of it really kind of glosses over a whole lot of a whole lot of tragedy and a whole lot of hurt and a whole yeah. lot. Of, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, sure. Uh, it, 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 those kinds of uh, experiences that we have where we're, you know, just kind of chasing, you know, whatever the fun thing is, you know, mm-hmm. of the moment. Um, you know, they really, they really leave a mark on us and they leave a mark on other people, you they know? Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be natural, you know, normal part of growing up. I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I always get frustrated. I used to, I was a dean of students at Wayland, and I would get frustrated when I would be. I'd hear people say, "Oh, this person just having the college experience," you know. Right, right. What the, and what they meant by that was like you know keg parties and you know what I'm talking sure, about. Sure. For, you know, and I, I'm just like I'm just like man, why why does that have to be the normal? I mean, you know what right, I mean? Right. That no one said that. Why do we want to normalize that kind of that kind of like hedonism because it's it's actually pretty hurtful. I mean, right. like terrible. Some of the worst stories I've ever heard in my life have started out with, well, we just were going to go to this party and have a good time. You know sure, what I'm saying? Like, sure. and, and so I'm like, man, well, it doesn't have to be like that. Like we don't have to, we don't have to opt for that, you know? Right. So, but as soon as I say that, I can remember when, you know, making some of those same decisions myself. So I'm not above it. You sure. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that was me. I'd make one stupid decision after the other. Yeah. Oh, hey, that didn't kill me. Let's... Yeah. Take the next, take it to the next level. I love that. That's <laughs> that is like on the nose accurate, Troy. Like, well, that didn't kill me, yeah. so maybe I, you know, like the it's just such a messed up way of thinking. But right. but that's where we get sometimes in our right. life. So, right. um, you talked about too that you you felt like that you were in a place in your life where you, you where you were like you described it as like actively running away from mm-hmm. the Lord and mm-hmm. the things of the Lord. Is that a, is that is that a, a good way to describe where you were a couple of times. You know? I mean, I, I wasn't denouncing sure, God right. or running away from him, but I, but I was, um, and, and you know, the funny thing is, I think that probably every single day, I mean, it, it was kind of like, um, I mean, there was never a time that I was not thinking about God or saying, okay, one more day doing it my way and then I'm going to start doing it your way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Over all those years, you know, and, and, and I, and I knew like, you know, I knew when I was doing things and that I didn't need to be doing that. He was watching me and and saying, you know, calling me. Right. Yeah. And I I don't know if I was, I don't know that running away is the right word, but I was not listening. He was calling and reaching out to me. And I was not taking his hand, and I was not listening. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's man. That I I can totally relate to that. That feeling. Yeah, so. and, and it's just crazy. It's just mm-hmm. I, I was I was bent on doing it my way, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. I uh, sometimes with uh you know with kid with your kids, you know when they're little, especially you know they you'll have these things that you're like, hey, you don't don't do that, you know. And it's funny because kids go through this phase sometimes where they, they know they're not supposed to do something, you know, and but they'll they'll literally like 
look you in the eye and right. and then do it. And they know they're not supposed to. And a lot of times you've told them, hey, don't do that because that could hurt you or that right. could harm you, you know, and they'll just look you in the eye and do it and it'll they'll hurt themselves or they'll fall down or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and you're like, yeah, look, st- I told you, you know, st- stick, stay with me and I'm going to keep you from, from hurting yourself like right. that, you know? Right. And, uh, and that's totally the way I am in my relationship with the Lord sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah and he's, uh, and you, you can hear, you, clear as day, you can hear him saying, what are you doing? I have, right. a, I have a plan for you. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. You know? I've got things I want to accomplish th- right. in and through you, you know? Right. So, yeah, man, that's a good, that's a good word. I, I want to I think too, sometimes we don't always believe like what you just said, that, that God has a plan for us or God has something that he wants to do through us. That's good. Right. Right. We don't always believe that. And especially after we've spent some time kind of involved in, in a lifestyle that we know is destructive, right. you know, and, and we know that God doesn't love, you know, um, when we've done that, sometimes then it's really, it gets really hard for us to believe mm-hmm. that there, that there is anything really that he could accomplish right. in and through us, which then just makes us be continue down the same path that, that we're going because we, we just can't imagine that there's anything he, good he could do yeah. with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We, we when you look at scripture, there's all these people that were just so jacked up. You know, right. and and God still was able to use them and do powerful things in and through mm-hmm. them, in spite of the fact that they that they you know have made these horrible mistakes and done these terrible things. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you know another one, another thing that I would do too along those lines is I would. I would I would think and and even pray I guess in in terms of give me this or right. give me the ability to do this or allow me to do this and I'll I'll use it for for you mm, you know and make s- deals instead of saying you know show me what you want me to do yeah yeah uh, and so I got caught in that trap a little bit too right yeah because ultimately that is really about what we desire for ourselves yeah and, and not what he desires right. for us exactly. yeah. Yeah, man, that's a good, that's a good word. <laughs> so, uh, so um, that you know, this that's a time in your life really where you felt where you felt like maybe for the first time in your life you really, really were hundred percent fully committed and and face turned completely toward Christ. You feel like that was like the turning. Point. I, I think so. That was definitely the beginning, and yeah, and, and there you know there have been some some smaller. Um, Bumps, bumps in the road. Uh, sure. That uh, along the way, and I've, you know, of course, I've, like I said, I've, it's, after that time, you know, I'd be committed and then kind of slip off again. Right. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and then, but since then, it's been a, I think it's been an upward trend. I yeah. Hope, right. I hope. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The the uh, that has been progressively better. Progressively over time. better. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So in in, in your experience. Um, since then, like, what are, what are the things that have, that, you know, that have continued to move you toward that? So like, let's say somebody's listened to this podcast and they're maybe where, where you were, you know, that they all the way at the end of the, uh, of the rope, like up against the wall, you know, uh, and they're ready to turn, turn things around, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be an easy journey for them, right? There's, it's a it's a process. Yeah. Uh, what are the what what advice would you give that person that'll help them, you know, continue to head in the right direction? 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think that the a key thing for me is, and I don't, I don't know if this is directly answering your question, but mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it is. I think I think that the 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 moment that I stopped being selfish mm. and realized that doing things for other people rather than myself was more important to me. Yeah, yeah. And there and there is some some gratification in doing other things for other people and and helping other people and and it's and it's not a selfish kind of gratification i don't think and yeah uh, you know what i'm saying i do yeah but and and i like uh, i i always go back to the have you seen the movie the book of eli with oh yeah uh, where denzel Denzel says i don't remember exactly how he says it but uh, he's he's talking about his takeaway from the bible is Uh his is and now if you're listening, don't misconstrue the book of Eli. Is not really one of the books in the Bible. Yeah, it's not. No. But his takeaway from the Bible was um, to boil it down is to do more for others than you do for yourself. You know, he said right. that at one point, uh-huh. and uh, and I think obviously that's true because yeah. that's the Jesus teachings as well, mm-hmm. not, not necessarily Denzel's, but yeah. Uh, but I think that's kind of my. What I stay focused on is right. trying to stay busy doing things for other people, mm-hmm. um, and that keeps me focused and yeah. keeps my eye on the ball a little bit. Did that answer your it question? Totally or did. did I spin out a little bit. No, no, it totally did. And I think in a in a really uh, like in a way that is that is really deeply true. And let me explain what I mean because you know because the 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 foundation, the center of our faith is Jesus. You know, right and who who uh who embodied the character of God the love i mean he was God in human flesh right so fully god fully man you know right. so uh so if we want to know the character of god we all we have to do is look at jesus right. everything that we that that uh, about god is was present in the person of jesus christ and the example that we see in jesus is this person who completely poured himself out, sacrificed yeah. himself completely uh, on our behalf. Right. <clears throat> That's who he was. And, and Paul even talks about it in, uh, in Philippians. He, sa- he tells the church in Philippi, I want you to have the, the same mind that Christ had. Who He didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped, but rather he emptied himself you know, to the right. point of being a slave, right? And, and was obedient even to death, even unto death on the cross, you know? And uh, and so it's that like self sacrifice that was that Paul says was the the essence of Jesus the 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 core of who Jesus was right. and so and so then we can also understand that that's the it's also the core of who God is that's that's right. that's who He is in in His essence right? right if you and so so for us you know if the any time that we are. Uh, that we are taking the focus off of ourselves and putting it on the needs of other people, um, that's, that is going to keep our eye on the ball, like you said, because yeah. that's who God is. Yeah. And, um, and so the, the more we do that, the closer we are to him, right? right? And, uh, and the closer we are to being like, like him. Right. When, I think when, maybe when we do that, we unleash, uh, when we're obedient in that way, right? We unleash the power of the Holy Spirit in us to, to fashion us 
into people who are more like Jesus. Right, right. So the more we do it, the more we, the more that power is, you know, is activated in our lives. You know, right. So that I totally, I, I totally agree with that. And and you don't have to like, you know, some people hear that and they, you know, they they imagine, well, I've got to go out and you know, do all these crazy things. How about just take some baby steps? You know what I mean? What right. you know? So, right. Uh, right. And we've got tons of serve teams here at our church that you can get involved in. That's sure. a, a great little entry, you know, uh, entry point into understanding what it means to, to live sacrificially right. for other people. Right. And the more you practice it, the better you get at it, the closer you get to the heart of Christ. Yeah. So just look, look for opportunities every day. Oh you know, yeah. In, in through the church in the, those official capacities and just mm-hmm. on the street is absolutely yourself and a representative of Christ. There's, opportunities all the time every all the time all around us man it's just um there are hurting people everywhere we go you know and if we just pay attention you know the lord the lord could really use us in in powerful ways that's the truth right right so man that's good I, i think that's maybe the best advice i've ever heard as far as how to how to keep yourself you know what i'm talking about how to how to stay how to how to stay on track when it comes to to following after Christ and continuing to move toward, you know, uh, yeah. he- healing in Christ. That's that, that's the best advice I've ever heard. I think so, because um, that's who He is. Right. You know, that's right. good. That's good. Um, so, you you know, you you got one more, one more kid, and then you have you've finished the race. Right. You know what I mean? You've got <laughs> you you've raised them all. You're done raising kids. You know, so. Uh, how does that feel? How does it feel to be? Well, it, it feels pretty good. It, it, uh, Graham's keeping us young. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for sure. And uh, uh, we we love him to death. He yeah. was, he Graham's actually, uh, you know, a lot of people ask, oh, you know, was, was, uh, was that a surprise? Yeah, and right. Because he's so much younger. younger guy. But yeah. um, um, actually, um, he he's kind of the, uh, the, the medal or the, the, the trophy of the us repairing our marriage yeah. and getting back we uh, once once we uh, restored our marriage and then uh, our sisters who are both a little bit younger than us and both waited a little while to get married we're having young kids at the time and Jill oh. kind of got baby fever yeah and uh, and despite my attempts to quell that <laughs> uh and I'm and I'm glad that she. Yes, I'm glad right. that she. I'm so glad that she won because we love Graham. But uh, that's Graham's a product of all that. He's a he's a sign and a symbol of the yeah. miracle that God performed in your marriage, yeah. man. That's awesome. That's awesome. I also want to agree with you that uh, women are way better qualified uh, to <laughs> to know when it's time to have a kid. Like I yeah. remember, I remember sitting in. You'll love this story. I remember sitting in Ruby Tuesday <laughs> with Amy. We, uh, I don't know why I remember that it was a Ruby Tuesday, but do you, uh, you remember those restaurants? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were in this Ruby Tuesday on a, on a date, you know, and I'm sitting across from Amy. We're, we're living in Nashville. We're poor as poor can be, you know, mm-hmm. just like, you know, totally broke. And I remember Amy like literally putting her, putting her arms on the table uh-huh. and leaning across that table and looking at me and saying, it's time for us to have a baby, you know? And I was like, uh, no, it's not. You know, I was like, we're we're broke. I mean, I don't even I don't I don't even know where I am in my career right now. Yeah. I have no, 
you know, uh, prospects or options. I mean, we're everything is up in the air. Are yeah. you crazy? You know, this. And she was just like, Brad, it's time. This is it. Yeah. And, uh, and you know what? She was absolutely 100% right. Mm-hmm. That was, it was time. And if we had, you know, if we had waited until I thought we were ready, we probably, we might never have had Carson. You know what I'm saying? So, so I do, I tell young married couples sometimes, I'll be like, look, I'll tell husbands, I'll be like, look, brother, one day (laughs) your wife's going to look at you and say, it's time to have a baby. Here's what you say to her. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You are correct. That's what you say. (laughs) Don't say anything else. Just agree because she knows better than you do. That's right. I agree. I second that for sure. That's good. Well, Troy, listen, man, thanks for thanks for hanging out and yeah, uh, man, spending enjoy, some time. I this, visiting with you. Yeah, this I mean, this is good. I I feel like um I know that there are people who are listening to the podcast who uh first of all, there are people listening to the podcast who are in a place in their marriage and they're wondering if there's any way forward from yeah. where they are right yeah. now. Absolutely. And so uh so Troy and I just want to say to you, um, that there absolutely is. I I will never forget. We went to marriage counseling, Amy and I, and mm-hmm. and we our, our counselor had us fill out this like survey. Have you ever done like like to kind of gauge the health of your marriage? It was like you answer all oh, these yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. That we, we did have. that in that. In, in, in that course. class, yeah, 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 probably was the same one. Actually, Probably. I bet it was. But anyway, so we filled it out. So it gives a, it gives your counselor a report, you know, that he can talk through with you. You know, yeah. so we go into his office. I'll never forget this. We go into his office and we're sitting on this couch, and he's sitting across <laughs> from us. He get, he get, he comes from his desk with these two copies of the report, and he just tosses them down on the table before us. And he goes, "Well, I got your report back." And he throws them down, and he goes, "And here's here's what it says." He said, "Your marriage is over." And I was like, uh, Jerry, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not what we're supposed to be doing right, right now. Right. Like, what are you, what are you doing? He goes, no, your marriage is over. He goes, you guys are, you guys are, uh, have all this water under the bridge and you're both di- really disenfranchised and you're unhappy. And you, you know, he goes see the whole list of things. He goes, man, your marriage is over. And he goes, don't you want it to be like, don't you? Don't you want, aren't you tired of trying to like limp along like yeah. this? Are you sick of that? And I mean, I was not saying a word, man. I was looking at him and I was like, the punchline needs to be coming real quick, Jerry. That's what I was saying. But he said, he goes, look, well, listen, here, here's the good news. What well, God wants to do something new in you. He wants to recreate both of you. He wants to recreate your relationship. He wants yeah. to give you a new marriage. It's time for the old way that you guys have been operating to die. Mm-hmm. It's time. To, it's time to put that away, mm-hmm. and let's let the Lord do something new. Yeah, you know, and that was such a freeing moment. I think for us, you know, uh, because we were we were hauling around all this baggage trying to figure out how can we fix this, you know, and and Jerry was saying, no, look, it's time to just th- t- set that stuff down, man. Right. Put it down. What God wants to do is new, and um. And it's going to be glorious. And that you know? was the only way. That's yeah. That was the only way forward, yeah. really. And so, there, if there's somebody out there I know who's listening, who you feel you're there, you're at the end of your rope. But and, and what the Lord wants to say to you is, look, he, I'm, I'm ready to do something new. I'm ready to do something new in your marriage if you will, if you will let me do it. You know. Yeah. 
And uh, so uh, if we can help uh, at First Shallow Water, we want to do that. Uh, we got a, a list of, uh, of counselors that, that, uh, that, we can, that we can refer you to that would be helpful for you and for your family. We've got a marriage class, Joe Kirk and Angie, who you mentioned, they do yeah. a marriage class. Yeah. And, uh, and it's awesome. Uh, it's for people, who, uh, for people who at every phase in your marriage, you know, uh, you're, you're welcome there. So, uh, so there's help out there. There are other couples who've been what you've been through. And, and we would love to pray for you, pray with you, and help you. So there's that. And then I also think there are folks listening to the podcast who, um, who they've, they've done some running. They've just, uh, and, and like, like, like what you were describing, it may not necessarily be active running. Like if, you, if, you, if, if we were to ask you, do you believe in God? You'd be like, well, yes. You know? uh, but the way that you've been living, you know, is not right. You got the blinders on. He's he's trying to come on both sides. Right. And you got the blinders on and not wanting to listen. Not wanting to listen. Yeah. So uh, what we can tell you, what Troy and I can tell you, because we both tried that. What we can tell you is that that leads you to a very dark and a deadly place. Yes. And we don't want you to end up there. <laughs> and so uh, we we want for you to hear the voice of the Lord calling you to Him, and we want you to submit and surrender to Him, to His love, to His mercy, to His truth. And uh, if we can help you, we want to do that too. So uh, in the description of this episode, there's going to be a link uh, that you can click on and you can submit a prayer request to our church. We pray for every one of those that comes in. So so you're welcome to do that. Uh, and you can find out more information about our church. There'll be a link to our church's website just in general. But, um, but you know, we're not a perfect place at First Shallow Water, but we, we are a place that will that'll come alongside you and love you and do our best to help you through whatever it is that you're going through That's and right. point you to Jesus along the way. So, uh, and if you don't mind going to a place with a bunch of, with a bunch of old knuckleheads who, you know, <laughs> who, who, who get it right sometimes, but get it wrong yeah. sometimes too. If you don't mind that, then, uh, then, then, then we'd love to have you. Come so, on down. Come on. <laughs> All right, Troy, thanks again for, yeah, for, you, for bro. joining me today. It's, it's a super fun. Always is fun hanging out and talking to you. Um, and, uh, and all you folks listening, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week with another amazing, fascinating, interesting guest, just like, just like Troy. But, uh, but until then, we'll see you around town. Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you around.